0: You know, testimony is important. We know that um, because it provides witness to what you know or what you've seen or what you heard. The thing about a testimony is it has the power to influence. It has the power to affect a decision and a change. So in this episode, we will see just how magnificent the power of testimony can be. Are you ready? Let's go. Today we are going to talk about the power of testimony. Yeah, the power of it. The word testimony It means to give witness. It means to provide proof, you know, to to show evidence. It means to tell the story. And in the Christian life, it is important that we do tell our stories. We, We repeat what God has done for us. We need to run with it and we need to do it over and over again because someone needs to know That Jesus can. So, in this episode today, what we are going to look at is we're going to go back to Mark chapter 5 and we're going to talk about the woman with the issue of blood. Now, in a previous podcast, I spoke about her. He asked, but she did not. And you can go back and listen to that. But in this one, we're going to look at something a little differently. I remember, um, well, as I was revisiting the passage, I saw something else and I felt like it was important to share that with you. And that is the power of testimony. And just to recap, for those of you who, you know, maybe haven't read the story yet or haven't heard it yet, this woman in this particular passage was one who was um, suffering a blood disorder. And she had this constant flow of blood for 12 years. For 12 years, that's a long time. And you can imagine, if you will, the discomfort, the pain, and maybe all types of issues and problems she may have she may have experienced because of her condition. Now, the Bible lets us know that she really wanted to be relieved of this problem because she went to... Doctors. She went to many doctors and she depleted her, her resources. She spent everything she had um, to get better. But instead of getting better, she got worse. So this woman, you know, she, again, she had this uh, blood problem and it, you know, it's referred to as, she's referred to rather as the woman with the issue of blood. Now that was the root line of her problem, but there were many others that stemmed from that. You know, she's now financially um, depleted. She probably had relational issues. Um, She probably Um, could not, she might've had self-esteem issues. There was a stigma um, that she might've received. You know, I don't know, but we do know that there could have been other other problem areas in her life due to the fact that she had this blood flow. Now, it could be that this woman is at a point or was at a point in her life where her hope of being delivered from this malady or this dysfunction or this disorder, how about that, um, is that she might be at a moment of hopelessness. She might be at a moment of accepting the fact that this is her life. This is just how she's going to live for the rest of her life. Remember, she has sought many doctors to no avail. They are, you know, are not productive or progressing uh, with her condition. And not getting better. So she could be at a moment where, you know, she's going through some emotional turmoil. It's been 144 months, over 4,300 days, 12 years she's been this way. And so what. what what the text does with these next five words in this passage, and this is verse 27, is it shows us that it is important for us to tell of the goodness of God. It is important for us to tell what God has done for us. You know, we, we need to do this because we don't know the impact or the influence that it might have, the encouragement that it might cause someone's life, you know, like what they may be going through at the time. The verse says, 27, when she heard about Jesus. Now, this is a woman who's been sick, but she has heard about Jesus. And it says, when she heard when she heard. So that means somebody had to tell her. Somebody had to come back and tell the story or or somehow she heard. We do not know. What we do know is that Jesus was healing. Jesus was teaching. Jesus was forgiving sin. Jesus was opening blinded eye, causing the lame, you know, to walk. Jesus was causing the deaf to hear. He was, you know, evicting demons out of, of those who are who were possessed the news about Jesus was spreading and you know regardless of what Jesus was doing Jesus well let me let me say it this way Jesus was stirring up the cities and wherever he went there was some impact or some sort of um energy that he was causing. Now, you know, that's going to be good and bad for some. It depends on who you are. There were many who were elated about the work that Jesus was doing. And then there was some who were not. So, you know, you got to be aware about that too, is that some people will appreciate what you're doing, but then there are others who will find fault in in the good that you are doing. Okay. So let's get back to the power of testimony. Remember now, she May be hopeless, feeling hopeless, feeling like this is just how her life is going to be. But somebody has told her about Jesus. See, this this is this is wonderful, y'all. Somebody has told her about Jesus. Listen what happens. She comes behind him in the crowd and touches his cloak. But before that happens, guess what? When she heard about Jesus, she had said to herself, Or she thought to herself, if I just touch his clothes, I will be healed. Come on, y'all. That's the power of testimony. Something, you know, sparked in her heart that gave her the belief that if she could just get to Jesus, You know, and if she could just touch him, his clothes, something that's attached to him, then she would be healed. Oh, wow. As I sit and I think about how her hope was re-energized, how the continence of her face changed from being dismal to being hopeful, how there was a gleam in her eyes. Eye, how her cheeks begin to brighten up, how her body began to get that energy so that she could make that move to Jesus. Y'all, that's the power of testimony. You don't know how your testimony is going to influence or encourage somebody. And so, what we see is that um this this woman, this woman with this issue of blood. After hearing about Jesus, it encouraged her heart and it compelled her to go to him. It compelled her to take an action. So she goes despite the opposition, despite the obstacles that were in front of her. And uh, according to the law, anything that she touched became unclean. So you can see how, you know, this definitely affected her life, how her life was interrupted for 12 years in a normal capacity where she couldn't have that, that, um, what do you want to close up close and personal relationships, relationship with people, right? Because they couldn't touch her and she couldn't touch them or they would be ceremonially unclean or unfit for a period of time but so she violates that law or she she takes a risk of making others unceremonially um clean ceremonially unclean rather and 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 she goes she goes to Jesus and then there's a crowd there's a peep there's a crowd of people around Jesus so it's just not easy to get to him so she does not allow that to deter her she does not allow that to hinder her because she's encouraged in her heart by the testimony and the things that she has heard about Jesus she's heard it about Jesus what he was doing, remember? Healing, delivering, setting free. So she's not deterred. I don't know how she got to him, but I know that uh, one translation says she touched the hem of his garment. So if she touched the hem of his garment, that means she got low, y'all. That means she got, she got down on her knees and she crawled through the crowd. And see, they were oblivious to what was going on because they were all crowding around Jesus and bumping up against one another, touching one another. Yeah, that's what the disciples said, right? They said it was a crowd of people um, that were touching up against Jesus. When Jesus asked this question, you know, who touched me? But anyway, she goes through this crowd. Look at her determination um, to get this healing. Because she has already believed it. She believed before she even received it. Remember, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen. But she, in the natural, she saw it in her mind first. She saw it accomplished. She believed it. And so she went and got it. And when she got it, y'all, when she touched his clothes, her bleeding immediately stopped. And she felt that she was freed from her suffering. It was like turning off the water faucet that had been um, turned on. It immediately stopped. That flow stopped and she felt it. And as she felt that happen, Jesus also felt power go out of him. He felt it. And then he looked around. Now, the woman was was trying to leave the scene uh, without being noticed, but Jesus calls for her. Like he didn't directly call her or her name. Now he could have, he could have, but he wanted her to come willingly. He wanted her to come willingly and freely. And and so he says, "Who touched me?" And as he as he says this, he's looking around to see who had done it. You know, I, you know, I just imagine that he looked right at her. He made eye contact, even in the crowd. (laughs) You know, nothing escapes him. So anyway, the woman knew that it was her. So she knew she could not escape the area without coming. And I'm glad she came to Jesus. You know, that's a good thing that she actually comes to Jesus. And the Bible says she fell at his feet. And she fell, you know, trembling with fear. You know, she had just gotten her healing and, you know, she was probably concerned, you know, a little afraid. I also believe that she had that that reverence and she came to him also humbly and she told him the whole truth you know she told him everything I believe she told him about how long she has been dealing with this difficulty of this bleeding I believe that she told him that she heard about him uh, that she had heard about his testimony she had heard about all of the healings and she believed in her heart that if she could just touch him that she would be freed from it and I believe that Jesus was taken away by this woman's faith by the thing that he said. And that was, daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be freed from your suffering. Now, do you guys see the power of testimony? If this woman had not heard about Jesus and what he was doing, she'd still be going through that blood disorder. She would still be living in a state of acceptance of a condition um, that she could be healed from yeah, that Jesus could heal her from. She could have been accepting of a life of isolation, but it wasn't what she wanted. It wasn't what she desired. And it wasn't natural. Because someone told the testimony, this woman got her deliverance for you today, you need to tell your testimony. You need to tell the testimonies of Jesus. You can speak of his goodness and his mercy. You can talk about even the things that we read in the Bible about how he healed and how he delivered and how he set free captives and how he gave sight to the blind, you know, gave those who were deaf their hearing back and how he made those who could not walk, walk. And even, you know, um, Going so far as to telling people about how he raised others from the dead and, you know, and how he's compassionate and how he's he's loving and faithful and, and how, you know, it, n- nothing a- a- affects him. Him, in the sense of he has all power, but how he can relate also to our experiences and how he wants the sick to be well and how he wants us to live a life that's abundant, a life that is full of the blessings and wonders of God. Now, you know, this kind of life, he wants us to have peace. Notice what he said he says, Go in peace and be freed from your suffering Jesus does not want us to live lives that are um Uh, deep in suffering. He wants us to live in peace. Now, peace does not mean that the life will not have troubles or will not have difficulties. It just means that those troubles and those difficulties will not have us. They will not have our mind. They will not have our joy. They will not have our peace because our trust, hope, faith, and belief is in the one who helps us right? He helps us even in that moment or in those moments. We know that he will help us through them. So tell your testimony. Maybe your testimony isn't as dramatic as this one, or, you know, maybe you haven't had these, this much difficulty, but again, you can tell Jesus. You can tell people rather about Jesus. You can tell them about him. There is power in your testimony someone needs to hear it because someone needs to be set free someone needs to leave chaos and enter peace okay go tell it tell that so father we thank you so much that you have given us your son Jesus and through him, we have life. And we have it abundantly. Father God, we have it eternally. That through him, we have peace that surpasses all understanding. Through him, Lord God, that we know that we are secured in our relationship with you. That we can have that relationship with you. And so we thank you. So we pray today, Lord, that we will be those who are free to tell the testimony so that others can hear of the goodness of Jesus, your goodness, Father God, and receive their deliverance, receive their joy, and their peace. We thank you, Father, and we love you. Okay, this has been your Daily Dose.